to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hi, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. I think I'm like singing this intro. <laughs> <laughs> I do that sometimes. Anyway, um, if you want to be on the show, this is a call and advice show. I say it's a call and advice show because I really love to, to give people advice. So if you have a problem and you either have no friends or your friends don't want to talk to you about your problem anymore um, and you need advice, you could be on the show. Or if you want, if you have a secret life and a naughty, interesting life that you want to talk about while remaining totally anonymous, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Tell me a little bit about what you want to talk about. And I'll let you know if you could be on the show. Today, I have on a guy named Vinny. Now, typically, uh, the story goes, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Well, not with Vinny. And maybe it's because the difference between Vinny and most people is most people just go to Vegas for a weekend, do naughty things, come back, nobody knows about it. Vinny lived in Vegas. He moved to Vegas. And he befriended one stripper, and then he met another one, and somehow he wound up sleeping with both of them, and they definitely overlapped, and he talks about all the things that he did with them. He lived out some of his sexual bucket list fantasies. They fucked in strip clubs and playgrounds, and, you know, he got one of them to squirt and all that kind of good stuff, and he called in to talk all about it. Now, this is a kind of, to me, compared to most of my episodes, this is a very tame episode it's not as salacious for sure as some of my other ones but you know it's all relative I don't know a lot of people go to Vegas and don't get to fuck even one stripper he went to Vegas and he fucked two and uh he called in to probably brag about it (laughs) I don't know I'm gonna so anyway I'm gonna be right back on with Vinny this is the Strictly Anonymous podcast Oh, uh, hey, Van. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? I'm um, doing good, Kathy. How are you doing? I'm doing good. So listen, typically people say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but not today. You're here to talk about some Vegas stories, I guess. And I don't know, like I wasn't clear on your what you said, but like, did you go to Vegas or you live in Vegas? And there's like, I know that in, there's a stripper that's involved in this story as well, right? So yes, <laughs> yeah, here. correct. I actually had a like a five year stint, five five and a half years stint living in Vegas because oh, okay. I just needed a change of pace from my monotonous nine to five life where I'm at right now, in Northern California. I you would always visit people like I have a couple of high school buddies, I have a couple cousins and aunt and uncle, and then even an old coworker that had relocated out there. So every time I visit, of course, you know I have a place to stay, and then they would always take me out to just local spots out there. So it was always like a regular. Kind of semi-regular, you know. Every few mm-hmm. months, I can get out there real cheap flight. So. so now, but wait, so so you moved out there, right? And then did you, there's a stripper involved here, right? So like when you move, the, is it just one stripper? <laughs> did you move there and meet her? So yeah. what, how it all went down is like when I first visited before I even moved, you know, my cousin, me, and some of his buddies were all single guys. Mm-hmm. Of course, you go to nightclubs, go eat, and buy by midnight, you end up in the strip club because that's what single guys do. I um, even wound up. Is, that's even what girls do. Like, everyone winds up in a strip yeah. club at the end of the night in Vegas, okay? Everybody yeah, yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, it's it's part of the schedule. Yeah. Yes. Or, yeah, the itinerary. Whatever. Yes. Yeah. So this one particular stripper, um, her name is Daisy. She ended up plopping down on my cousin's lap. Mm-hmm. And she swung her feet over and wanted her put her feet up onto the armrest but her legs actually ended up kicking my arm, right? Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, shit, I'm sorry, because she was explaining walking around in six-inch heels all night, you know, her legs get tired. So I, I humored her. I said, don't worry, girl, I got you. And that's when I was jokingly, but in a way, seriously, like massaging her calves. I started massaging them, and then she started laughing, getting giddy, giddy kind of, and mm-hmm. then but she started liking it. She's like, keep going. That really feels good. So it went on for, you know, about a minute or two, nothing crazy. 
then one of her friends called her over and then explains to um, Daisy, hey, one guy wants to get, you know, private back room kind of stuff with us. I said, okay, no big deal. So she leaves and we leave, you know, that was the first time I ran into her. Right? Daisy. Oh, okay. So she's going to come back around. Daisy. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, months later, oh, yeah. I come back to visit my cousin and his friends again. We end up in a totally different strip club, you know, cause the dozens and dozens and dozens of strip clubs in Vegas, you know, girls can bounce back and forth wherever they want to go. Yeah. I, I was just walking in and, and I swear to God, within like five minutes, I feel a tap on my shoulder. She goes, Hey, you remember me? I'm like, yeah. And she gave me just like a really nice hug. And we started just chopping it up a little bit. Like I found out she visits from out of town and I told her too, well, I'm not even from her here, but I'm visiting from out of town. Oh, that's cool. So I needed to get a lap dance from her that night, but she wanted to give me her number because, you know, everything was cool. Like I imagine this happens, you know, people get along with each other because I don't live in Vegas. So she gave me her number and put it in my phone, but I didn't end up saving it. So I never called her during that whole month of time. So yeah, that's so, yeah, only, that like, only makes her want you more. <laughs> no, but the thing is, though, I wasn't even trying to like, no, know, I know you didn't do it on purpose, fact. but shit like that always yeah, works in your purpose. favor. Yeah, it always works in it your never favor, though. It never on purpose. Yeah. I know, yeah. Okay, so yeah. So fast forward more later, I eventually make the move. And this is, like I said, six, eight, ten months later, and I've officially moved into Vegas. And we walk into another strip club, completely different one, and I see her. And she's talking to her friend, Shay, which is another girl that answered the story later on. So let me explain this, too. Me moving to Vegas, I think I told you in the email, I had a bucket list I wanted to, you know, get checked off, what have you. Mm-hmm. Did I did I mention that? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So um, I'm Asian. I'm just to let you know, I'm of Filipino descent. You know, mm-hmm. my mom's half white, half Asian. And all my, my previous girlfriends in California were Chinese, Filipino, what have you. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to experience just different, you know, black girl, white girl, Latina girl, you know, just to hook up, see, you know, just to see what it's all about. So Daisy turned out she was Latina mm-hmm. and she visits from Texas on almost a regular basis weekend. Like, you know, not every weekend of the month. So she was just telling me stripper life in Vegas is bananas. You know, girls can come in, work a weekend, make thousands and go home and they don't have to work while they're living back home because mm-hmm. you know, they make that much money. Yeah. How old are you, by the way? Today or when I was in Vegas? When you were in Vegas, we could start there. Oh, when I was in Vegas, I was 26 at okay, the time. Cool. I'm, yeah. That's so, cool. Okay, so, so, so go you on. Know, mid-20s, you know, typical mm-hmm. mid-20 guys, you know. Yeah, so she was 24 and just making crazy money. But, yeah, so she didn't know. I just walked by, and as she was talking to her friend, I whispered in her ear, hey, do you want a leg massage? And then she turned around. It was crazy because she knew exactly who I was. Of course. So it was fucking nuts because she, she, she lit up. She turned around, gave me a big-ass hug, and she goes, how come you didn't call me? And I was like, I didn't save your number in my phone. I'm sorry. And then, then she, you know, she, she hits me in the chest. Like I was waiting for you to call me. And like, okay. Yeah. So eventually, um, I gave her my number and she saved it and I did get a quick $20 lap dance, you know, and then, um, just on the floor, it wasn't like in the private area or the VIP area, just on the regular floor of the strip club. And we just started chopping it up and saying how she, she comes to Vegas a lot because but she hates the, her, her living arrangement because there's a house, well, I guess it's owned by a stripper, but a lot of girls stay at this house. It's just like a typical four-bedroom house, but sometimes there could be up to 12, 20 girls staying there, you know what I mean, just to work at the strip club so they can save money, what have you. But she gets tired of it because girls get catty, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I am, I'm, this, is, this is just her telling me this. You know, people steal shit. People will argue with other girls about whatever so she said she was just talking to me about you know i really need another place to stay you know and she thought i'm not going to rent a cheap motel because you know the cheaper the motel the sketchier the area in vegas or i imagine any city but yeah so i just throw it out there you know i have an extra bedroom in my condo you're welcome to stay and she kind of eyeballed me like really like you know like she wasn't sure about it so I just threw it out there and she has my number, but she never answered that night. This was Friday night. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. The next day happened, it was Saturday night, and I actually get a text from her. And I said, hey, is it cool if I take you up on staying at your place? And I said, yeah. You know, I was already home from work. I was just chilling. She she texted me literally at like 3.30 in the morning. And she's like, yeah, can I get your address? I'm like, oh, shit. Like, really late. I was tired. I text her. She takes a cab up. And she comes in the door. And I didn't realize how how uh, tiny she was. She was like only five one. Mm-hmm. But you know, when you wear stripper heels, you can be like damn near five ten or whatever. But yeah, I walk her in. I walk her in. I show her uh, my place, and you know, here's the the kitchen. Here's the dining room. Here's the extra bedroom, and you even have your own bathroom, so no one can bother you. She says, "Cool." And then she she literally just turns in for the night. I just go back. To, I go to my room and. And that was it for that night, you know, just this letter stay in my house. I'm in my condo, what have you. Okay, but when do you start banging her? Can we start there? Oh, no. Like, I didn't bang her the, the first weekend because um, I can tell she was kind of hesitant about anything, right? Mm-hmm. So she actually stayed at my place Sunday, and then I dropped her off at the airport on Monday. And um, she said, you know, she texted me and she says, thank you for letting me stay your thought. You know, you're really cool. And she's all, can I come back next weekend? And sure enough, she said, yeah, absolutely, go ahead. Yeah, so the next weekend she came back. Not Friday night, but Saturday night. She actually says, hey, it's actually getting slow right now. Do you want to come in and get a drink? I'm like, get a drink? I'm like, at a strip club? Those are like $12 beers. But I, I went in anyway. You know, I, I threw on some jeans, T-shirt, because, you know, there's this there's dress code to get into those strip clubs. And we went into... Uh, this particular strip club was there's an area that's kind of in the back away from the, the main dance floor. Mm-hmm. And, and she was tipsy already. So she says, Hey, come on, come with me. And then I'm like, all right. And she says, sit down right here. I'm like, damn, there's like nobody around here. And sure enough, like she just starts giving me a lap dance, but she unzips me. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and I'm like, Oh shit. All right. And she sits on my lap, but with one of her hands, she reaches into my to my zipper, and she has small hands, you know, small arms, so she was able to maneuver my hard-on, you know, outside of my pants, and what have you. Right. So I was getting nervous, but I was getting nervous because I'm like, fuck, like, all it takes is a bouncer to 86 me out of this place. Mm-hmm. But she totally says, relax, like, it's so slow right now, they're not going to come back here. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. So she literally slides her G-string over and she straddles me, but she's looking behind me because that's where the main entrance of this little area is. Right. So there's only like one or two of the people here and she's looking eye to eye with me and she's saying, are you okay? I'm like, I'm doing great. You know, so uh, yeah. we're having sex in the strip. You were having sex in the strip flat out. Mm-hmm. And then she says, are you sure you're okay? And I'm saying, I'm doing great. So she speeds up. She literally starts speeding up. I said, girl, like, do you have to stay here the rest of the night? She said, I'm pretty much done for the night. So absolutely, let, let's go. So she hops off. I, I zip up so fast. And then she says, meet me in the front. I pull my car to the front. She hops in. And even by the time we're at the first stoplight, we're already making out. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, this girl, she's, she's really in the mood. So we get back to my place. And, like, we didn't even make this to the bedroom. Like, I was, I stripped her down, like, I w- have you heard of, you know, stand fucking, you know, like I can pick her up. Right. She's a spinner. She's little, right? <laughs> yeah. She's like 107 pounds. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't they call that yeah, so, a spinner? Uh, I, she didn't spin on me, but she can be a spinner. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I, like I said, I work out, you know, so 
we ended up on the couch, and I bet you're going to ask, no condom. Yeah, there was no condom at this point in time. I actually Obviously, I knew up. that in the strip club there's no condom, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard a few of your podcasts. Yeah, so I, I finished on her stomach, and she was, she was like, all for it. She was, like, really, really turned on. She jumped in the shower, and I jumped in the shower. And odd thing is that night, she actually went back to sleep in her, in the other bedroom. She didn't, um go to bed you know typically I w- i'm not assuming that you want to sleep next thing on my bed but yeah but the next day i didn't have to work so we went to lunch it was cool because you know you talk to her and she says i'm sorry like i was just really horny and i'm like why are you apologizing so was i you know what i mean so you know you know that kind of awkward conversation the next yeah, day sure. mm-hmm. at my, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 but yeah that's what had happened and continuously now like Next weekend, she comes over. It's fucking great. Even when she's back in Texas, um, I don't know what part of Texas she's from, but, you know, like, the sexting would start it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she was totally... There was obviously, was, listen, there was obviously chemistry between you guys. There's something happened yeah, that day. I didn't look for it, though. I didn't, yeah, I didn't look she for it. She did. Like, oh, I know. Honest, guys but, are typically yeah. clueless with that shit. A lot of times, guy has no idea. <laughs> she, she, I mean, that day, that moment you touched her leg, she was into you. You know, there was some, there was a spark there. So now you guys are banging and you start doing this on the regular. Like she starts coming to your place on the regular on the weekends and you're having all the sex and sexting. Absolutely. Vegas, there could be a major event happening any weekend, a boxing match, a, yeah, UFC, yeah, yeah. a mm-hmm. concert. Mm-hmm. So why not come when there's a major event? Because there's money to be made. So. Yeah, she's making her thousands. Yeah, okay. Oh, God, hell yeah, absolutely. So that was obviously on my bucket list to have sex in a strip club. And this girl was just so fun to be around. We had sex in a playground, too, because she doesn't have to go to work till like, 9 or 10. Yeah. And I would be off, like, at 4. So mm-hmm. what do you do between 4 and 9? So we went to go eat, like, right around the corner from my condo. There's a plaza where there's a bar, restaurant, and, you know, grocery store. So what was cool is we went to eat at that bar, and the guy at the bar was like, hey, you guys want to try my new shot? He stuck, he's a, he just wanted to give us free shots, you know, to test out, to see how he liked it. You know, after three of those, like, and she was kind of tipsy. I'm like, girl, you got to stop, okay? Because you might want to still work tonight. And she says, okay, okay. So we end up walking back to my condo because it's you know walking distance but if you go right you go into my condo gate and if you go left there's a big old playground i'm like i want to go on a swing i'm like what the fuck she wants to go swing right now okay so she actually starts swinging and i'm like hell with it i'll go on this slide whatever you know and then there's one platform on this slide and then there was a tunnel like those bridge tunnels that lead to another platform yeah so i was on one platform and she said stay there I'm like, okay. So she climbs up the other platform, crawls through the other side, and I'm standing in front of the the tunnel, the hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she literally just, just unzips me. And because she's so petite, she can sit upright. So I'm standing there like like a garden or watchtower. You know how you're just standing still? Like, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, fuck. All right, yeah. So while we were, while she was doing that, like, I was already turned on. So I crouched down, and we both go into the tunnel. It's pretty tight in there, you know what I mean? But like I said, she was wearing a dress. I just had to undo my shorts. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, yeah, we were fucking in there until... So you fuck in the playground? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was awesome. We did it froggy style. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. So, no, we were fucking in the playground. But all of a sudden, we obviously hear a dog barking. So, like, we didn't finish. We're like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. So I crawl out one way, and she goes out the other way. The dog wasn't too too close but it was enough where we kind of got startled so we obviously just walk walk right back to my condo and then you know continue to have fun i know that shay eventually comes over to stay at your place do things start happening with the other stripper too like daisy doesn't come every weekend you know yeah for for a good two almost three months you know like maybe three times of the month, two times out of the month, you know, so obviously, you know. But could I ask you a question just because I just want to know, because like you're having a lot of sex with her, right? Are you copping feelings for her? Is she copping feelings for you? Do you actually like, you know, do, are you guys having a relationship at this point or is it we just? Are, we are absolutely getting used to each other. Okay. Uh, that's what I'll say because that this wasn't my plan. My whole plan was to absolutely hook up and, you know, all right, see you later or but 
she absolutely took advantage of the fact that I offered a place to stay. I mean, it was free. You know what I mean? It was, I didn't, I didn't charge her anything. You know, this is easy. But was I she mean, taking advantage of that or did she like you and she wanted, and she liked actually living at your house because she liked you? I don't know. We absolutely love each other's company, you know, like right. down the line, mm-hmm. down the line, I'm talking like seven months, six months down the line. Like when we go out, it would eventually, like say we've gone to the movies, you know, it would eventually go to like when we're leaving the car to go to the movie, like we're holding hands already, you know, I and mean, it's kind of like that situation. Like it's, Yeah. Like, so you guys are like banging, but eventually you start to cop feelings for each other now. Her for you, you for her, or no, no one? Yeah, um, I absolutely loved her company. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, uh, you know, like, it wasn't discussed. It was more like, we're used to this. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. We're absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. That's down, yeah, it absolutely started happening down the line. But where Shay comes into the picture is, like I said, two to three months later, Daisy was in Texas, and she texts me, and she goes, hey, do you remember my friend Shay? And I vaguely do, okay? And um, she says, do you mind if she actually stays at your place because the people she's staying with now, she just can't stand? And this, I said, no big deal. Um, what word do you want me? She's dancing at this club tonight. The thing is, like, she's all, hey, just wear something that makes you stick out. So I actually wore, like, a white ball cap, white tennis shoes, blue jeans, so at least she can look for a guy with a white, you know, baseball cap. And then so I go to this specific strip club, but this one is different because it was actually fully nude. It's not your topless because topless you can drink alcohol. This one is fully nude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's fully nude. Yeah. Did you remember her when you went in? I did, but there was something that really stuck about stuck out about like this whole night with Shay was like fucking like lightning in a bottle. Please tell me you start banging Shay too. The minute we got home, yeah, it happened. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was hoping the story would get oh, more God. salacious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. No, no, no. So, um, so I walked into the strip club yeah. and she had my number because Daisy already gave her my number. Yeah. And she just says, she's all, hey, you're Daisy's friend. He's all, oh, yeah, I do remember you. Yeah, yeah, you're Shay, right? And said, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm about to go on stage. Um, just hang out for a little bit. And then after this, we can go because it's already late. I don't need to be here anymore. So, all right, cool. No problem. So she does her stage show and it was fucking awesome because she has really great rhythm. At, okay, so Shay is this medium tone black girl that... I wanted expensive, you know, just right. That was on your bucket list too. Yeah. You got the Latina. (laughs) You got the strip club. Now you're going to get your black girl. This girl was like awesome. She had, you know, fake boobs Mm -hmm. and the nice, butt, very curvaceous, but not, not muscularly curved, you know, just Uh very nice womanly curve. And she goes on stage and she starts dancing. She takes off her top by the second song. She takes off her bottom. But the cool thing about it, because of her skin tone, uh-huh. she she climbs the pole, starts sliding down, she spreads her legs, and the black light was shining on her um, clitoris ring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It was just, just, I was like, my eyes like fucking lit up like a little kid. Oh. I'm like, what the fuck? This is awesome, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a big difference yeah. between that, a nude club oh. where you're seeing nudity, right? That, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But. I remember seeing a, you know, a clit ring when I was, you know, a kid at my friend's Playboy penthouse magazines. I'm like, yo, they put, they put earrings on there. You know, it's not just on your earrings now. You know, I just, yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. Know mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. She finishes her stage show and a guy grabs her off the stage. Says, I want to get a private. And I saw him. He, he flashed the money. So, you know, $40 gets you two, two dances in the private area. So no big deal. I'm like, I'm just waiting. And she, once she was done there, she literally rushes back to the um, dressing room and I get a text from her and said, Hey, can you pull your car to the back area? That's where everyone gets picked up. I said, yeah. Yeah. I'll pick you up right now. Okay, cool. So I, I pull my car to the back area and she chops in my car and I'm like, this girl's kind of frustrated. You know, I'm like, so I said, Hey, are you okay? And she says, I'm kind of, yeah, basically annoyed annoyed right now okay mm-hmm. so from 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 the strip club to my place about a 15 minute drive she's explaining what had happened so the guy that pulled her off stage wanted a lap dance and because Shay was already nude she didn't really have to you know do the strip tease kind of stuff yeah so he was already um pitching a tent you know he was already hard mm-hmm. all right so Shay was 
straddling her, straddling him, and he was purposely pointing his heart on onto her coochie area. Yeah. And Chase says, I was liking it, okay? I was liking it at first. He was explaining this. But, you know, she wants to change positions as the song goes, but the guy kept holding her hips and said, no, just, just, just stay right here. Just stay right here. And as I was hearing this, like, I was getting turned on, too, like, the way that she was mm-hmm. <laughs> explaining it. Yeah, yeah. She caught me adjusting my crotch, and then she kind of giggled. At, but I tried to play it cool. I just pretended I was driving, whatever. Mm-hmm. But she says, as the guy kept purposely thrusting his crotch into her crotch, she was getting turned on, you know what I mean? The guy, She says, the guy was kind of cute, you know, whatever. But she said, what annoying me is he nutted in the club after, right. you know, the second dance. I'm like, okay, well, what's wrong with that? She's all, that hasn't happened to you? So I don't like when that happens. You know, like, she says, if if I get a guy off, I want a guy to get me off. You know, she's like one of those type of pe- mm-hmm. people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. So, but did the guy even tip you? He's like, yeah, he tipped me more than what the dancers were. All right, cool. She saw, she says, I even ran back to the back room and before I even, before I even put my clothes on, I, you know, she wanted to try to masturbate in the, um, in the back, you know, the, the dressing room bathroom, but she's all, I just couldn't, I was just kind of annoyed. So I called you to say, let's go home. All right. All right, cool. So we ended up going back up and I, I like, like much like Daisy, I just showed her my spot. All right, here's the living room. Here's the kitchen. Here's your, ba- your, your bedroom's right on the corner. So she threw her stuff into the bedroom and then she walked out to the patio. I'm like, Tapadio, where are you going out there? She's, you know, outside. And then I just started talking to her. So does that clip stuff, does that help? And then she literally pulls her pants or her, she's wearing jogging pants, like mid-thigh. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't wearing anything underneath because she literally was in a rush to get out. She was not wearing any panties, any. Mm-hmm. And she goes, are you talking about this? And I'm like, um, yeah, I'm talking about that. And then she starts kind of giggling and she goes, well, you know, it's not going to play with itself. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. All right. So I walk right over to her and with one hand, I grab her ass. And then with my other hand, I just start petting her clit. I didn't finger her. I just started, you know, tickling mm-hmm. the, the clit ring and she was loving it. She was fucking loving it. And then she actually pulls my shirt into her face and I start making out with her like really aggressively. She starts getting more aggressive with the kiss. So I, I wanted to bring my hands up to her cheeks, you know, just to kiss her. Then she goes, mm-hmm, and she takes my hand and puts it right back on her. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So um, that went on for like not even another 30 seconds before I pull her hand and I rip off. I mean, I pull off her, her sweats and I, I take off my pants. And that's where we ended up doing it on the couch. Now, this is the thing about the couch situation. I start kind of slow, and she goes, no, you got to pound, pound me right now. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, fuck. So little by little, I was pounding her. I don't know what the threshold of how, how hard I should go. I started pounding her, pounding her, pounding her, and she became quiet for like a good 15, sec- 15 20 seconds, and I just kept pounding, and her eyes closed. And then out of nowhere, her Pussy just pushes out my dick and she squirts onto my chest, onto my stomach, onto my thighs. I was like, I was like, oh shit, oh shit. Like, I never experienced that in my life, you know? I'll be honest. So I didn't know this too. Like, she started shaking, kind of like convulsing, and she slides off the couch. And then she looks at me, and of course, I have a heart on still. So she finishes, like, I'm in her mouth. And, and I was just like, mind boggled by this whole damn situation, like not even 30 seconds, I, I said, I'm going to come, I'm going to come. Mm-hmm. And this was like, to this day, the hardest I've ever came in my life. Like I started stroking and then within, like I said, 20, 30 seconds, I shoot, but it clears her head. It flies over her head. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It hits the back of the couch. And then I shoot again. It, it unexpectedly hits her in the cheek. Yeah. So at this point, like, you know, I was just thinking, man, this could have been like a porn scene if we were filming. You know what I mean? It was yeah, just yeah. that extreme because, uh-huh. yeah. So I, I, I help her up, and she like literally says, "Fuck, I really needed that." And I was like, 
yeah, I didn't know I needed that. And, and, and she laughs, she goes to take a shower. And of course, like I need to wipe everything down. I wipe down my coffee table, the, the edge of the, the, the couch, the back seat of the couch. Cause I ended up shooting there and I jump in the shower, but, but yeah, we weren't done. I needed to know about this girl some more. So <laughs> she hops out of the shower and she takes one of the stools and sits down on my patio back patio area. And once I was done, I just threw in a towel and I said, Hey, are you, are you cool? You know, I have beers, I have water. And she's like, no, I'm okay. I walk out and she says, Hey, do you smoke? Um, so she was smoking some weed back, back there. I'm like, yeah, um, I can't right now. I get, you know, random drug test at, uh, for a valet job. So I grab a beer and she says, you know, I'll sip off yours, you know, and so no big deal. Cool. And she says, well, I asked her, do you always squirt? And then she said, no, it's only when I get pounded like that. And I'm like, do you always like to get pounded like that? She says, no, that was just for that moment because I needed to get that kind of frustration out of her system or what have you. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. So while we're talking, you know, I can reload pretty quick. She notices she's, I'm, I'm, cause I have a towel on only. That's it. You know? So she's all, wait, 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 wait. She's all, wait, wait, wait. Are you serious right now? And I'm like, what do you mean? She's all that she kind of like, Thanks, my heart on you, and you know my dick goes boiling. She's all really, you're you're really hard again, and I'm like, yeah, because I'm talking to you, you know what I mean, and you're talking to me about you know how you like to squirt on certain occasions, how you like it passionately like this, you know. So I'm a typical guy, and she says, what did she say? She saw, but you just squirted a mile, like not even 20, 30 minutes ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so, so yeah. She says, fine. All right. Then she goes down on me, but I still wanted to experience, you know, what it was like to go give oral to a girl with, um, with a clitoris ring. So I stood her up after she gave me some oral and I started, you know, licking down there. And after, you know, good minute or two, like she pushes me off. She says, okay, that's enough. That's enough. Once I come, it gets too sensitive down there. And I said, oh, okay. All right. So then she, just bends over and I ended up doing her doggy on my patio, which is pretty cool. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. And after that, after that, she goes, after I come on onto my patio floor, cause I didn't care. I was outside. She goes, all right, that's enough for tonight. I'm done. Good night. And then she walks in and I go to sleep for that, you know, for the evening. <laughs> yeah. So now does this become a regular thing that like Daisy and Shay start saying at your place? Do they ever stay together? Do they know that you guys are? No. So this was this this was a thing. Daisy is always planned. Like she would tell me, I'm coming in this weekend mm -hmm. and then I would already know. Yeah. Shay was more like, Hey, I'm in town. Is it, are you free? Or I mean, is it cool if I stay over your spot? And I said, Yeah, there's nobody here, none at all. But would you say yes when did they ever overlap? No, never overlapped. Okay. This was the this was the kicker, okay? So I mean, I'm glad you asked because I wasn't sure how, how I was going to explain this. Obviously, the very first night, Daisy knew about Shay sleeping over, and Shay told Daisy all about what had happened. Daisy talked to me about it, and she says, you know, Shay told me everything. I'm like, everything? She says, yeah, everything. I'm like, oh, wow. Well, how does that make? Are you cool with it? She says, oh, I mean, it was unexpected, you know. Like you can tell in Daisy's voice, she was kind of disappointed, mm -hmm. but she, she tells me, I know how Shay is, you know, if she wants something, she'll, she's the type that she'll go get it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So after that, Shay really kept this kind of on the down low in a way. Mm -hmm. So what happened like months later, I'm I'll say like five months later, like me and she, after, you know, I hang out with Shay too. We go to dinner, we hang out, we get to know each other. Shay even told me, she goes, you know, Daisy really likes you. And I was like, what do you mean? So I've heard her talk about you and the, and the cute guy that she stays with while she's in Vegas, you know, to, she tells that to other dancers at the club, you know? Mm -hmm. So oh, I'm like, oh, really? And then Shay, real, she grabs my hand and like puts it on her lap. And she goes, but the thing is though, I, I like you too. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. This is not exactly how I imagined it 
to go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when he when he when he said the copying feelings, like they both copped feelings. Was, yeah, I wasn't. I was kind of torn. You know, like like I'm I'm not going to choose one or the other at this point in time. Like I have such a great thing happening. Like yeah, for me, it's like yeah, why stop? Why stop? Yeah, of course. If it, no, no, honestly, like if it's not broken, don't fix it, right? Yeah. So, the way that it went down is Shay's a clever girl. She's very smart. Like, she's the type of girl that um, if you talk to her and then you answer, like, she can get more out of your answer than you actually think. You know, mm-hmm. she's very, she's really smart. So what she does with Daisy is she told me she's all, um, just pick this month. She's all, hey, this month there's going to be this event in the in Vegas. There's going to be this, this club's going to have this special guest MC, yada, yada. And then she goes, are you going to be able to make this weekend or this weekend? And, of course, all Daisy has to do is, I'm going to make the first weekend of this month, but I can't make the middle two. Right. But I'm going to come at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. So, boom. Daisy knows. I mean, Shay knows when she's not in town. Right. And Shay just calls in and calls me and says, hey, um, is it cool if I stay at mm-hmm. your spot? And she says, of course, I'm not going to turn Shay down. You know what I mean? So, but basically, Shay knows exactly what's happening, and obviously, I didn't have the heart. I'm not going to tell Daisy what's happening. So. Right. I mean, she knew you banged her once. She probably she was kind of not okay with it. Yeah, she was kind of not okay with it. But she, so she, she, you know, ignorance is bliss in that situation for Daisy, right? I mean, it's not like mm-hmm. you guys ever Absolutely. wound up dating anyway, right? I mean, do, do yeah. either one of these stories with either one of these girls ever progress into a relationship or anything? And how long does it last that you're banging both of them this way? I It started, like, this went on for a good six, seven months. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I would say... Daisy stayed at my place more just because she planned out and Shay would just kind of like just know when, mm-hmm. you know, like Daisy's yeah. out there. And obviously there's weekends where neither of them show up, you know. Yeah. There was even a weekend where my brother and my cousin were in town and I had to tell Daisy, hey, my, my I got family in town. Yeah. Um, so it's not every it. single like, weekend. I'm, yeah, yeah. I offered if she wanted to stay. She's all, no, that would be way too weird, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So my brother and my other cousin from California came and stayed with me and no had no stripper in my condo for that weekend. What had? So. How many things yeah, did you yeah, yeah. check off your bucket list? Any other crazy things you did with them during those? Oh, yes. Well, the squirting thing was not on the bucket list. That absolutely got added. You know. Oh uh, yeah. Me and Shay actually had sex in a parking lot garage of one because we went to watch a comedy show, like a matinee comedy show. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we have similar tastes as far as like raunchy comedy. So yeah, we did that in the parking lot garage daisy public pool i think i emailed you about that so i i I taught daisy how to swim (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like yeah yeah yeah. so in my com of my complex like she never learned how to swim so i you know i'm not a swim instructor but we ended up having sex in a pool like a lot like i went with her to buy brand new bathing suits you Mm -hmm. know like yeah, yeah she she never yeah so just in my condo area, like, we were in the pool, like, having sex, having sex in the shower um, thing, the shower stall in the bath, I mean, in the pool area. And um, obviously, more than a few times of having sex in a strip club. And, yes, people still don't think it, sex does happen in strip clubs, uh, for sure. Um. <laughs> I think people think that it, it does. I always wonder, I mean, I you know, I think it does, right? I think it always you would think it happens I, more than yeah. I think it happens in real clubs too. When I was younger and I was drinking, oh, no. I had sex in the bathroom with guys I was with before in club. Like you know, when you get alcohol involved, people Absolutely. do crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't drink anymore, so all that stuff is like in my past. But when I was drinking, really? so many cra- yeah, so many crazy things wind up happening. It's not just so I would figure in strip clubs it really happens because. It happens yeah. sometimes in regular places, and you have all your clothes on. In strip clubs, it's so highly, like, sexually charged up, right? Because yes. everything I, I, is I, in your yeah, face. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because, yeah, when sometimes when these, when they're done with their, the night, they're already sexually charged, and it, it's absolutely... Yeah, but I also think a lot of strippers are highly turned off to guys, too, at the end of the night as well. I know those people as well. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's not it's not a free for all for sure. You know, and I think a lot of um, unfortunately stripping became very popular when I was younger. It became more mainstream and it was something that people started to do. And I've talked about this before on my show, like a lot of because this is I'm talking like in the 80s, uh, in 90s, early okay. 90s. And my friends all did it and they always begged me. I was the only holdout. I never did it in my life, but they all did. And it was weird because I watched them do it. And a lot of times I think it's more common or at least it was back then that you know they would be really like they started to like it wasn't like something that turned them on and it actually made them a little bit like turned off to guys because of what they saw and what they were experiencing there you know so I think you get both things Mm -hmm. no it's also the the situation because like Daisy says like she knows me she, she's already comfortable with me. And oh she- yeah, with you and her, it doesn't. It was. It does not sound like. Like I said, I think you know. Listen, she's a stripper, and that's her job, and that's what she's doing. But it, it's really mm-hmm. obvious from your story and how you guys connected that this was just a chemistry thing between you two, right? From the minute she yeah. met you, oh, yeah, you know, sure. this was like, oh, for this sure. is a cute guy that I like. I mean, she's still a regular girl too. You know, she's a young girl. Yeah, she's stripping for guys, but. Yeah, she's also, like, she's still a normal girl that's, like, looking for, if she sees a guy she likes, she wants to have all that stuff, too. So, you know, I think what was happening between you and her was, you know, like, you were crushing on each other. Like, she liked you. You were, like, you, like that Shay said, you were that cute guy that she stayed with, and you guys really enjoyed her company. So, I don't think it, I think it had something, it was very different than what was it happening with her in the strip clubs, you know, with the with the guys who were, you know, tipping her. No, that, that that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, because one of the reasons why I wanted to call in, you said something on a different podcast where um, you were explaining to, I don't know who it was, but basically you said something along the lines of what's happening to you is a result of your intentions or something along the lines. Yeah, 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 right. Like, yeah, you're going to bring it back to whatever you really want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I wanted, I thought I wanted was just, you know, have sex by you no know, no emotional attachment but mm-hmm. no it really did happen like i don't i feel like i kind of invested in these girls you know like i wanted to see them do well you know what i mean like 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 i think i told you daisy wanted to save up money to go to what do you call those beauty schools yeah yeah know, yeah like, beauty school uh-huh esthetician school mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah so where she was from she couldn't afford it just yet so she was saving and saving and saving and she actually was able to do it, which is awesome, you know, and that's where it ended with me and her. She says, like, the last weekend she actually stayed, she didn't even go to the club. She was going out with her fellow strip, like, one one of the strippers that she actually hangs out with. That she was just friends with, right, yeah, yeah. uh-huh. Yeah, she, it was her birthday. It was her birthday, but um, they kind of made it into a, a last hurrah for Daisy, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go hang out with your girls, you know, I'm just going to chill with my buddies, whatever, and she she told me like to my face not not in a a sad way but like you know this is kind of like the ending here you know what I mean I yeah. was like yeah it's just kind of like oh man you know ending of a chapter in life whatever you know things good things do come to an end whatever so mm-hmm, yeah. she told me to my face yeah um I'm probably not gonna come back to strip anymore um I'll I'll hold on to your number you know in case you know I come to visit and like. After that, though, we texted very casually, but the energy wasn't the same. You know what I mean? Like, right. You both knew it was kind of over and I uh, like it unrealistic because she lived far away and now she's doing something else. Yeah. And she, yeah, she even said she wished she can combine the world of me living over there or vice versa, but that just was not going to happen. Yeah. So, you know, in a weird way, yeah. I have to say you're, you're very lucky. These kinds of stories, you know, um, a lot of times t- typically could go very wrong because of copping feelings and, you know, these girls could have wound up like knifing each other, you know? Because they getting like they could have wound up really getting hating each other. Yeah, like you're absolutely right. Because I could have got one of them pregnant. Let's to be very honest, and that never happened. Right, um, there's a million thankful. things that could have gone wrong, and it sounds like it was kind of like you know, a very uh, you know there was a clean break on on. I don't know. How does it end with Shay? With Shay, how did that end? Shay actually, it ended before Daisy because um, I. I text her casually too, and out of nowhere, she goes, "Yeah, I'm, I'm about to go to this music festival with a guy, 
And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, so maybe she did meet someone in, because she's from Southern California. That's right. what she says, what she did. It. And, you know, with the thousands of music festivals that happen in Southern California, I'm like, you are going to meet somebody out there or whatever. So um, that kind of fizzled as soon as I heard that, because even when I text her, like, you know, when you're into somebody, you type a damn met a full paragraph or whatever you want to text, like when Shay it became like two or three word sentences reply. I mean, two or three word replies, you know, on a text. Yeah. When you're texting somebody back. Yeah. So I, I really did feel that, okay, this is totally you Over. Know, fizzling out. Yeah, yeah fizzling yeah, yeah. out. But like I said, I mean, I mean, you're kind of lucky. It's it's like a very clean break. You had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You had a lot of sex. Oh, you yeah. lived out a lot of guys' fantasies. A lot of guys that are going to find this, you know, episode and listen to it, they're going to be jealous that they didn't have, you know, seven months of day, you know, two strippers yeah, 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 totally yeah, yeah. banging yeah, them. Yeah, and yeah. what they're going to be more jealous of is that it like it ended fine. Like, because a lot of times these kinds of situations, like I said, there could have been so many messy things that happened like you pointed out you could have got them pregnant like they could have fought you could have caught feelings they could have caught feelings you didn't have just one girl that didn't caught feelings you had two and just you know all the stars kind of aligned that it really happened and you know there's a beginning a middle and an end to this story and it was nothing really bad happened it was all good i mean that's kind of rare in life um, yeah, yeah. Like when the coughing feel like there was a whole like three or four month period. I didn't even step foot in the strip club. <laughs> you didn't like, what? All right, I'm strip. Uh, like there was a, like after after this whole thing yeah. with Shay and Daisy. Had, yeah. Like there was like a three four month period. I didn't step foot in the strip club. I was very much strip clubbed out. Believe it or not, you know. Yeah, well, that club. but that's still not a bad thing. I mean, people are not going to yeah, feel yeah, sorry yeah, for, sure, for sure. you. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, poor. <laughs> Vin, he fucked too many strippers and got laid for free from strippers, and now he doesn't like them anymore. You know, most guys are paying a lot of money to get what you got, and you got it all for free. You know, you had a lot of fun. Yeah, you got to, like, you know, you got so much action from two really fucking hot strippers that you didn't even want to go into a strip club. So, you know, that's still, like, a a great scenario, right? It's like a win-win. Yeah kind of situation yeah Yeah, yeah, and you're lucky that it was a short term like all the components of this situation really worked and it's great because you got to check off a lot of things on your bucket list you had some things you were able to even add on right (laughs) like the squirting thing that you didn't even know right where are you at now are you still single you're not living in vegas anymore you moved no um, I, I, I ended, um, I ended up moving back to California again, you know, uh-huh. closer to, cause I was able to get a pretty good job out here. Actually, I wanted to follow up because, um, my stint in Vegas didn't end, obviously. Like there was still, there's, there's more to my story in Vegas. Um, that's why I kind of left it at that. Cause it would have been too much to put in an hour. I may want to talk to you about my, my first and only experience at a pleasure party in Vegas. I'll email you. I'll email you because I started, I, there's more in my bucket list that I want to explain, you know, I don't know, uh, maybe okay. a follow-up call. Okay, yeah. Sure. Sleeping you... with a married woman, you know, that was pretty crazy. So yeah. Yeah. Give us a teaser. Tease it. Tell us what's going to be included in your next. Yeah. So, I mean, this was years later, obviously there was a whole year and a half where I just lived my life. I dated a girl regularly and, come to when I transferred to my new job because I was working for a part-time, there was an opening at a new hotel. I mean, not a new hotel, uh, a hotel that's part of the same company. And I got a full-time job and um, I met pretty cool people over there. And one of my coworkers' sister, she's in the lifestyle. You know what I mean? Where they go to these pleasure parties, these extravagant houses where there's like six bedrooms and guys, girls walk around naked. You can have sex on the patio. You can have sex in the hallway, you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. I didn't know shit about this kind of, this lifestyle. I was so naive. I was raised a private school boy from kindergarten all the way to high school. Mm -hmm. So I was really, really, really sheltered from the, like all this kind of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So what do you say? Your, your freak flag? Yeah. Let your freak flag fly. Oh yeah. Yeah. It it was flying. (laughs) 
uh, right. during this time. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah, yeah, so yeah, you so. attended some parties. Maybe you met a married woman. That's what we will be talking about next time. No, the married woman was my supervisor. Oh, That's okay. a whole different situation. Yeah, okay, yeah, well, yeah. if yeah, we could get to that. We'll do whenever they're add-on, and maybe we could add it on to this. I got to tape it another day because my kid is back, but and I could add it to this. If we do like 30 minutes, it's fine, you know? I, I'll, I'll email you. I'll definitely email you. Okay, email I'm, me yeah. what you want to include in it. Um, We'll either do a part two or I'll just add it on to this, and we'll it'll be a little okay. longer episode, right? Because I think maybe that'll be good. I, I If I get you to not include so many of the details we don't need and really get to the good stuff, yeah. we could probably okay. get it all in and add it onto this so we have all of it on it, you know? Sure. So email Absolutely. me and we'll schedule another talk. And like I said, we'll do it either as a part two for Vin or we'll add it on, okay? Sounds good. No, all right. sounds good. Sounds thanks good. so much for calling in. Well, thanks for letting me talk. So No problem. It. We'll talk again. Bye. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.